Welcome to yet another episode of Healthy You. I'm your host, JT, and sitting to my immediate left is our friendly neighborhood benefits expert, DJ. This is the podcast where we're all about improving on the well-being of your mind, body, wallet, and community. And right now we're doing a series that focuses on the wallet part. We're covering topics like budgeting, investing, getting out of debt, saving for retirement, health savings account. But today we're going to talk about something that you've probably heard of, but don't think too much about. Yeah. Is it gravitational waves? No, no, That's this isn't something. that kind of podcast today. We're talking about credit scores. Yeah, I know. That's exciting, right? So DJ, let's start at a very logical beginning and answer the question. What is a credit score? And why is it a thing? Uh, says here, your credit score is also called your FICO. Yes, FICO. F-I-C-O. Now, what does that stand for? Uh, you know, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say anything other than FICO. Do you know what it stands for? <laughs> okay, let me let me look that up real quick. Okay, you you let us know what you find. In the meantime, your FICO score is an indicator of your credit health, and it's used by creditors and lenders to approve or reject your application for a credit card or loan. It's also a huge factor in determining what interest rates you qualify for. A better score means that you're a lower risk, so you'll pay less when you borrow money to buy things like a car or a house. Fair Isaac Corporation. What, what are we, are we just saying that's words? What it's, Banana, no, trombone. No, what? that's what it stands for. Apparently, Fair Isaac Core was the name of the company that first started using credit scores, so. FICO, Fair Isaac Corp. Add that to your list of useless facts, I guess. <laughs> All right, so there are three major credit bureaus. There's Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Yep. And they all generate credit scores based on your payment history and how you use your credit. Yeah, you're entitled to one free credit report from each bureau each year. And it's a great idea to take advantage of that. If you're like most people, you probably don't think about your credit score unless you're getting ready to apply for a credit card or a loan. And there are even people who have never checked their credit scores. Yeah, it's pretty easy to forget about your credit score. It's not one of those in-your-face numbers like your checking account balance or credit card balance. You know, numbers that you see all the time. Or your followers on Instagram. Oh, it'll hit triple digits someday, buddy. <laughs> Do you even follow me? No, no. See, I, like, I can't. I don't know because I haven't seen you like a, a post in a while. <laughs> oh. Too many cat videos I had to unfollow. <laughs> well, no. No. But anyways, where were we? Credit scores? By checking your credit score often, you'll have a much better picture of where you stand. So say like back in school, and I mean, I never did this, mom, if you're listening, mm -hmm. but say you had a big project, but just waited until the last minute. You could always just stay up all night, get it done, and still get that A. Well, unfortunately, that doesn't work for your credit score. Right. If you're about to apply for a loan, you can't just fix your credit score over the weekend. It takes months even years to build up a good credit history. And monitoring your credit makes you much more accountable for keeping it as good as it can be. And while we're talking about it, there is a misconception that checking your credit score will hurt your credit. That's what my dad always told me. Right, sorry Papa DJ, but as long as you use a credit scoring service, like we'll talk about later, your credit won't be impacted, so check away. I'm calling my dad a liar. <laughs> I'm going to tell him you said that. <laughs> All right. So as I mentioned earlier, you get one free report from each of the three bureaus. 
Don't be surprised if your scores from these credit reporting agencies don't match because they each kind of have their own systems. But if you're strategic about it, you can check your score every four months. When you spread it out over the year like that, you get to see how it changes over time. So if you see your score drop at some point, you can figure out what might have caused the change. It might even be something like an error or something like fraud or identity theft. But the sooner you know, the sooner you can fix it. And tell the people where they can go to check their scores. Well, there are several services out there, but the one that this show specifically approves of Mm -hmm. is www.annualcreditreport.com. And also, your bank or credit card company may offer a credit monitoring service that provides free updates to one of your credit scores, which is nice. All right, so now we know what a score is, so let's talk about what it means and how it is determined. Right, so the credit score that most people talk about is your FICO score, which is actually based on information from all three bureaus. FICO scores often range from 300 to 850. Generally, a FICO score above 670 is considered a good credit score, and a score above 800 is usually perceived to be exceptional. And what about not-so-good credit? Scores under 670 fall in the fair or very poor range, and that's when credit applicants may be required to pay a fee or deposit, and applicants with this rating may not be approved for credit at all. Okay, so if my credit is not good, why is that and how can I fix it? To understand it, you'll need to understand how they calculate the FICO score. And to do that, they look at five factors. The first and most important is payment history. So make sure you pay those bills on time. And next up is the amount you owe and how it's distributed. Generally, the less debt you have, the better it is for your credit score. In fact, we have a whole episode of this Healthy Wallet podcast series about getting out of debt. Oh, I'm going to have to check that out. That sounds well, interesting. Well, you helped write it and record it with me, so you don't need to check it out. But Yep. Okay. Yeah, I remember that now. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so the next thing is the age of your credit. The longer your credit history is, the more it helps your score. But you can still have a good FICO score with a short history if you're doing okay on all the other factors. And the last couple of factors deal with how recently you opened up new lines of credit and how many types of credit you have. So generally speaking, you get dinged if you open up several accounts in a short time frame, but get points for having a diverse mix of accounts like mortgages, credit cards, retail accounts, etc. Okay, so let's say someone knows their score and they understand why it may not be very good. Let's talk about how they can improve it. Right, and that's the key. Your credit score can be improved. That's the good news. And the top number one best way to do that is to pay your bills on time. Yep, hate to keep saying it over and over, but it's just the key. And we're not talking just about credit card bills or any loans you have, such as auto loans or student loans. Also things like your rent, utilities, your cell phone bill, and so on. And if you're behind on any payments, catch up as soon as possible. Yeah, late or missed payments hurt your credit report for seven years, but their impact on your credit score goes down over time. So older late payments have less effect than more recent ones. And and can I just say one thing, DJ? Yep, I'm going to allow it. The best way to pay your bills every month begins with creating that budget we talked about in the very first episode of this series. You do that and everything else financially has a much better chance of falling into place. It's so important. Are you done? Yes, I am. Thank you. I needed to get that off my chest. Appreciate that. So another way to beef up your score is by keeping balances low. There's some math involved here, but essentially, if you have low balances, that tells lenders you haven't maxed out your credit cards, and you likely know how to manage your credit well. 
Uh, thank you for sparing us the math there, DJ. Appreciate it. No problem. No problem. I'm thinking about our listeners. Also, think twice before you close any accounts, which may seem weird, but keeping unused credit cards open, as long as they're not costing you money in annual fees, is kind of a smart strategy because closing an account may increase your credit utilization ratio. Ooh, that sounds mathy right there. Yeah, sorry. Just know that owing the same amount but having fewer open accounts may lower your credit score. Yeah, but don't just open a bunch of accounts thinking that that will improve your credit score. Unnecessary credit can harm your credit score in multiple ways, from creating too many hard inquiries on your credit report to, you know, tempting you to overspend and accumulate debt. Yep. And remember, rebuilding your credit and improving your credit scores takes time. There are no shortcuts, unfortunately, but Mm -hmm. it can be done. And some of the things we talk about in this podcast series can help you get there. And if you want to find out more tips for keeping your wallet healthy, check out the Healthy Wallet page at the same place where you found this podcast, rtxhealthyu.com. And until next time, here's to a healthy you.